The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to our January. January 2020 edition of Winners and Coonies on the Voices of Search podcast. Today, we're going to take a look back and talk about some of the biggest trends behind some of the biggest movers, shakers, and slackers in the SEO world. Joining us today for Winners and Coonies is Tyson Stockton, who is Search Metrics's Director of Services. Tyson manages the SEO, content, and client success organizations, and outside of shepherding Search Metrics's largest and most strategic clients to SEO success, He's dug through the search metric suite to help you understand who's making moves in the SEO community. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com AWT. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash a w t okay here's our monthly sit down with search metrics's director of services tyson stockton tyson welcome to winners and coonies on the voices of search podcast thank you ben and you know it really is the small the little things in life because winners and coonies is something that we've been joking around about a while and it just really makes me happy let's let everybody in on the joke if you missed yesterday's episode we published a little announcement that's saying our dear friend Jordan Cooney is graduating from CEO to become an advisor of search metrics. And he's still going to be a part of the Voices of Search podcast regularly, but we're making changes to this podcast and expanding it as well. But since Jordan is no longer going to be the boss, we can officially replace the word losers with his last name. It only seems fitting. And you only hurt the ones you love, folks. Yeah. Just bring, just bring everybody else into the fold here. Yeah. So... Everybody, welcome to Winners and Coonies. That said, Tyson, excited to talk to you about uh, what's happening in the SEO community. We've had lots of changes in January. The first and probably the biggest being we had another algorithm change. Talk to me about what we know about the January algorithm update now that it's a few weeks behind us. 
Yeah. And there's been a lot lately. So I think, you know, obviously we have a lot of movements and kind of changes in the landscape to review today. But also it's, you know, a lot going on for what Google's been up to. We saw a busy last kind of stretch at the end of the year with the core updates. And then we also saw kind of the beginning of the year here of another kind of flurry of activity from Google in the sense that they also had a core update. So that one, I think, will be one that we'll touch on a fair amount. But also there's changes from the layout perspective and taking websites that would be in position zero and removing them from the top ranking kind of portion. So obviously that shifts things around too. And then also, you know, we've been noticing some changes to not just necessarily on like the broad macro lens, but also in the differences of local rankings versus national rankings. So there's been a lot at the beginning of the year. And I think with all these changes coming so quickly that it can be a little hard to separate like what the end result is. But I think, you know, the really interesting thing and the majority of what we're going to be going over today is how that's impacted these different industries and kind of what are the big movements and outcomes from those shifts in landscape. The way that I like to think about this algorithm season is there's been so much shaking that we don't know where the original point was. We've gone left, we've gone right, we've gone forward, we've gone back, and now it's we're just kind of jumbled up and we're, it's just a brand new world. One of the things that we wanted to talk about today was YMYL. There's been some debate about this last update, whether it was Google reverting to previous results or if it was just a refinement. Give me your thoughts on all of these updates, specifically the last one affected how we think about your money, your life. Yeah. And I think, you know, this was in a lot of the post and kind of information coming out, that was a core focus of, you know, a lot of it. Because when you do these core algorithm updates and there's that heavy focus of like interpretation of quality content, those are typically the industries, both health, finance, like those are the ones that are really heavily scrutinized. And we usually see some large shifts and changes. But I think for this algorithm update and with just a lot of the changes that are happening, we are seeing some pretty substantial movements happening outside of those kind of core, your money, your life industries. So although we did see a lot and I wouldn't disagree with any of the information of like the movements that happened in those areas, I also think the extent and the impact of these changes that have been going on go far beyond just the your money, your life kind of query types. So let's get into what we saw in some of the industries. Obviously, there's been a lot of moving, some back, some forward. Let's start off with the health industry, one of the industries that's normally most affected by YMYL updates. Talk to me about what you're seeing in the health industry. Yeah, so I think, you know, first, like the the easy kind of really noticeable ones are looking at the large players in this space. So WebMD... To start, you know, they're the clear kind of front runner. Are they? Are they the clear front runner? I thought Healthline had passed them in overall visibility. No, they're still a good. I mean, I would say actually over a million visibility points over Healthline. They did surpass Mayo Clinic about six months back. They still are in that point, but WebMD is still, you know, sitting just over three million. And then you have Healthline in that 2 million range followed by Mayo Clinic. But kind of the interesting thing in all three of those players, and I mean, they're all kind of like the big three in this space. All of them had negative numbers the last couple of weeks coming out of these algorithm updates. 
WebMD was the most pronounced and having actually two consecutive weeks of loss that were close to between the 5 and 10% range, where the other two, they had more of a one-week decline and the performance leading into it was a little different, but they also had a suffering or a setback to their overall performance. So what's your takeaway for the overall health industry after having gone through these updates? It seems like everybody had some sort of a regression. Why do you think this is happening? Yeah, and I mean, I think it's an interesting one to look at. And if you know you strip away kind of all the other sites and you just look at WebMD, I think this website is quite interesting because one, they have just such a wide array of content on their website. And it's such a big website that you're really going to see a pretty decent representation across the full industry. And when you go back to that website and you also look at some of the you know postings of reverting changes to previous ones, there's a real clear representation of when these algorithms updated, how they impacted WebMD's site. And going all the way back to the 2018 EAT update, you know they were a huge winner of that one, and they kind of rode about six months of positive, you know, week over week performance. And then when you got to last year around the March core update, they took a pretty big drop. We saw that kind of reverse then on the following update that happened in June, which was a core update. And then now at this core update, you see them reversing again, going the opposite trend. So they've had this kind of ping pong of going up from the algorithm update, then down from the algorithm update, up again from the update and down. And this, you know, shows how. I guess, vulnerable or focused on this industry is. But when you look at them as far as a website, even though they took quite a big blow the last couple of weeks, you know, they're still, I would say, in a not as bad position as like some of the others because they've had this kind of like positive, negative, positive, negative, even though it's coming in a sometimes six month stretch of time. But that's why overall, and if you look at them, especially on like a two year lens, Okay, they're still up kind of from the where they were two years ago. If you went back a year, okay, now they're probably a little bit kind of down. But I think that's like a nice representation of seeing how a large website like this is impact from these core algorithm updates. So I understand that WebMD has sort of seen volatility and, and it's pretty clear how they've been impacted by the updates. But how do you think about the whole industry and why was there a downward trend this month? Yeah, and I think this comes back down to how Google's evaluating the content, the quality of the content of these websites. As they further refine their algorithms, they're going to interpret the content a little bit differently. So you see these kind of swings. But if you move over to the website Everyday Health, which we talked about maybe probably going on a year ago at this point, but they were a website that had just a brutal impact. It was, I think, like around 75% from the 2019 March core update. And they've never been able to regain that. And that website, when you compare it to kind of like how robust or how strong the content of some of these other ones are, that's one that you never saw them regain or that you never saw them bounce back. And I think when you consider a larger domain like WebMD, the assets that they have and what they're able to put into improving and making changes of how their content's going to be interpreted, I think that's where you see kind of like a significant difference here. Okay. Let's move on to a different industry. Talk to me about what you're seeing in the e-commerce space. Yeah. So the e-commerce space, I mean, this is one I always like kind of touching on. 
the obvious kind of starting point is, you know, we want to talk about what's going on with Amazon. And they really did have a strong kind of push to the holiday season. And in particular, like right after kind of the Black Friday time and December, they had a really strong month where they're increasing. And then ever since the end of December, they've actually had some minor decreases and then seen kind of, you know, again, single digits, but for them, just the volume so high, some kind of softening for it. This, however, though, I don't, it's not like they are so far above and beyond kind of where everybody else is from a visibility and just overall organic uh, performance. But I don't really feel like this is like, you know, taking a hit to them. But it is, you know, when you compare what they lost to some of the other websites overall presence, is that is a pretty significant amount. So Amazon, you know, did take a little bit of a step backwards. Another website that took a similar decline, but they're on the same kind of rise and even a little more drastic over the holiday season was Walmart. This website, if you went back a couple of years, they were right in that middle of the pack in that second tier behind the Amazons of the world e-commerce sites. And they really separated themselves to be kind of like a clear number two in the e-commerce space. So I think for them seeing, yeah, they took a hit from this last algorithm update. But overall, I'd say they're still in a strong position. They in the sixth month, a little bit even beyond, they're still up overall. But I do see them as kind of like defending and keeping some of that market share that they've gained over the last year. I wonder how much of this is SEO optimization tactics. And I wonder how much of it is also product. I know that in a similar timeline, they started doing shipping that's comparable to Amazon. And I bet you that that had an impact on obviously their site metrics, but also you know the viability of whether people are going to be purchasing their products. They're essentially on feature comparison with Amazon with shipping, or at least close to it now. And I wonder if that had an impact because it does seem to be around the same time frame. I mean, and I think it's possible there, there that definitely could be an impact. That one that's it's pretty tough to kind of like quantify into like these numbers. But I think from my perspective, one of the interesting things when you compare like sure, just to give kind of like the listeners a little bit of the scale difference between Amazon and Walmart, you know, we're saying, hey, Walmart's number two. But really, you know, they're sitting at 1.74 million and Amazon's sitting at 10 million. But also, if you think of the size of the website, amount of SKUs, URLs, how many pages Google's having to crawl through, and then you even compare it to Walmart to kind of some of the others. And Walmart, even though it is a very large enterprise website, it's not one that I would say falls into this extreme over-indexation page below where they just have too much on the site. So I think that one just from what they've been able to do with like the volume of URLs and how they're competing has been actually quite strong. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So tell me about some of the other players outside of the, the, obviously now the top two with Amazon and Walmart. Who else have you seen having fluctuations since the recent update? Yeah, and so like three others that are all kind of in the same realm. And one of these is two years ago wouldn't be considered in the second kind of tier or I mean third tier, I guess, if you want to separate Walmart and Amazon. But three other websites that are interesting with this update was Best Buy, Home Depot, and Etsy. Best Buy, similar decline pattern that we saw with Walmart. They actually were having a pretty good last three months. I would anticipate based on their SEO performance that they had a strong Q4. But they've actually had some losses in roughly, let's say, 7 to 5% over the last couple of weeks. So they have taken a seat down. And they're actually quite a bit closer now to Home Depot and Etsy. Home Depot, I would say, in comparison to these others, relatively very little change. They had basically just negative 2% change this last week. But they were, over the last 3 months, linking together some very small percentage wins. So they're one that actually didn't have a significant decline compared to some of these others. So I would say the Home Depots, that's kind of an example of a company that I would... It's continuing the same trajectory, pretty stable, low impact from it. And then the one in the e-commerce space that I would say is definitely a clear winner from this last algorithm update in January specifically is Etsy. And this website, we've talked about them before being winners in the algorithm update. And you also just kind of look at where they were two years back. You know, they're sitting around 500, having about a 500,000 gap between the Best Buys and the Home Depots. And they were, you know, not even in that same class. And then over the course of the last two years, especially 2018, they had an incredible year. This last year was a little bit more of ups and downs. But this actually, this last algorithm update from our SEO visibility. They had from the last week, 18%, the week before about 10%. And now they're sitting at kind of an all-time high as far as what their overall search presence is. So as you think about the e-commerce space in a whole after update season, what are your big takeaways? I think for me, it's not a big change in what we saw before. I think, you know, I would still continue to encourage these large enterprise e-commerce sites to have a focus on like the overall page quality of what's being indexed, how many pages you're sifting them through. And I think, you know, some people might be like, well, that's kind of a bit of a stretch from, you know, this content conversation. But as far as looking at determining, well, this domain is submitting a lot of low quality URLs into the index or this 
website is only sending the URLs, you know, to Google or allowing URLs to be indexed that are of, you know, a higher quality. Like I think this algorithm update and seeing kind of the direction of the industry that still is viable and, you know, as, as relevant today as it's been over the last couple of years. And I think this is something, you know, we've talked about before, but this is something that definitely enterprise SEOs need to take seriously. And I think there are some gains to be had from this. Let's talk about one more industry before I let you go. What's happening in the travel industry? Seems like this is a great time of year for travel. Have we seen any big shakeups so far this year? Yeah. And this is another one of my more favorite ones to talk about having the interest in travel. And we did see some kind of changes from a national versus organic. But when we look into like the big players in the travel or tourism industry, first touching on kind of like the OTAs or the aggregators and Expedia, still a clear number one. I mean, they do have a lot of other presence besides that transactional intent within it. But they had a very minimal impact from this last algorithm update and a pretty stable last couple months. So that's one that I would say is win in the sense of like keeping that defensive number one position. The website that we saw a really big decline on was Kayak. And Kayak had a 13% loss this last week. And then before that was followed by a 7% and then a few more smaller decreases. So Kayak's one that's been having a rough start of the year and is actually now just behind booking who you know booking in comparison remaining stable and kind of not having a change i would say is actually in kind of the winner category here and because of that stability and the drop of kayak they were actually able to slightly surpass them and kind of take back that position where we saw the shift you know a little over a year back and then another one which you know, and these were kind of three sites that we were calling out in the algorithm updates in September towards the end of last year is hotels.com that was also on the losing side. They, in kind of comparison to some of these, they've actually been on the decline since about December, September. So more pronounced, pretty dramatic drop from the algorithm updates end of last year. But again, on kind of the negative side here. So they've actually used to be right there with booking and are now kind of a decent step below that. So Tyson, what I'm hearing is a lot of decreases, which means that there's space for someone to be sucking up the oxygen in the room. Who's getting the credit if all of the travel sites are taking a decrease? And that is the next kind of logical question there. You know, and it's not necessarily on the exact same terms, but I think it is an interesting kind of shift that we didn't see as much on previous algorithm updates. And that there are kind of actual hotel chains and brands that have been on the winning side of this. One real notable one is Hilton. They have had a very strong last quarter and also starts the year. So they had around, you know, low single digit increases the last several weeks. So Hilton's been on the rise. Marriott, very, very small decrease, but the actual brands and hotels are keeping a little more authority and a little more command in that space where the OTAs, you know, we're seeing some softening in a few of those players. So I know that these are going to be slightly not exactly an apples to apples comparison on the keyword set, but it is someone that's competing on a similar type query. And when you look at Hilton and even throw in 
outside of hotels, but in kind of similar space, something like United or an airline, the pattern and performance pattern of like Hilton and United is surprisingly similar. And both those websites had gains during this time. I thought you were going to say Airbnb is the one that was taking up all of the space. It was the truth. And hey, let me just leave you with a pro tip here. Have you ever heard of Mr. and Mrs. Smith.com? Total unpaid promotion. My favorite travel booking site. If you're looking for a boutique hotel, somewhere nice to take wife, girlfriend, husband, boyfriend, whatever you're into, Mr. and Mrs. Smith.com. Super underrated. Anyway, let's summarize. Tyson. And, and also, for the record, Airbnb did have a decrease this last week as well. So yeah, they actually had a 33% decrease and he has not had a very strong last six months. How was that not part of the conversation? Earlier, we were talking about the travel industry that Airbnb took it in the shorts and had a 33% decrease. Tyson, I think we buried the lead here. <laughs> you know, there, there's a reason why we're calling this winners and coonies here. They are a total coonie. So let's bring it home. Let's talk about who our winners and coonies are for this month. First off, who won January? Who won January? I'm going to say Etsy. Like Etsy has really done a tremendous job over the last two years. You know, sure, they've been on the winning side of the algorithm update, but consistently being in that position, you know, from my experience, isn't by chance. So I would really say Etsy is top of the list for my January winners. Okay, so Etsy's our big winner in the e-commerce space. Look, how about our other industries? Let's pick a winner in the health industry. Oh, that, to be honest, is probably one of the tougher ones to pick a winner in just because so many of the large players took a step backwards. I think in kind of a comparison as far as what they've been doing post some of these updates, I would actually say Healthline even though they had a 2% decrease from this last algorithm day, looking at the decline and what some of their competitors are doing, I would put Healthline in the winner's category. And then also, I think looking at some of the, the extended Mayo Clinic sites like Mayo.eu, Mayo Clinic Health System, even though they're way, way, way smaller, seeing the gains that those type of websites had versus the overall Mayo Clinic one, I think it's interesting. And I would say those larger, more authoritative sites are, are winners within health. Healthline strikes again. I think there actually might be our most frequent winner in this series. We've had Ryan Pertil from Healthline on the show a couple of times. I swear we're not just sucking up. They do a great job with their SEO. Lastly, let's talk a little bit about the travel industry. Who's your winner? For the travel industry, you know, I'm actually going to go more to the the brands, and I'm going to say you know Hilton. Seeing some of the gains that they've had over the last few months, I would put Hilton in kind of the winner category. Seeing some of the declines from like the kayaks of the world. All right, it's time. Who are your coonies for this month? Oh. Yeah, so coonies of the month, I would say most of the players in the health industry, WebMD being one of them, just the magnitude of it. And then I would say e-commerce, I would actually kind of put Best Buy, even though they were on my winners list for Q4, but I've seen the kind of the sharp decline and the gains Etsy made just from an overall presence of how much traffic they're bringing in from organic. I think Best Buy would be on my 
on my CUNY list. And then as far as the travel industry, I, I would definitely have kayak on, on my CUNY's list. I'm going to throw two more out there. I think that Airbnb having a 30% decrease in visibility merits them being on our CUNY list. And I'm also going to throw out Jordan Cooney as the biggest Cooney of the month. Jordan, we're replacing your name with losers only because we love you, buddy. We're going to miss you around the office all the time. We know you're still going to be part of the Voices of Search podcast and an advisor to search metrics, but we're all crying on the inside. We're sad. We're, we're, we are. And as a result, I think... We're going to unmercifully crush you on this podcast. Yeah, it's only fair. It's only fair. It, it just feels like the right thing to do. Okay. Yeah. Tyson, any last words about January or our winners and Cooney's list? No, I mean, I think it's been a very, very eventful January. I do expect the dust to continue to settle a little bit because of the variety of changes that have been thrown in recently. But yeah, it's, it's been a busy start of the year and interesting to see where we go from here. Just getting started this year, folks. Lots of SEO knowledge to impart your way. Looking forward to sharing the rest of the year with you. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Tyson Stockton, Searchmetrics' Director of Services. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Tyson, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or you could visit his company's website. Well, it's searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes that I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes, contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions, your SEO questions, or you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search, or you can reach out to me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes four or five times a week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed soon. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Hold up. 